You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Lutkin! gentlemen welcome into another episode of beauty strength and dominance the official podcast of lingerie fighting championships my name is tommy bell and with me today is the official host of the lfc podcast the lfc booty camp ring announcer and the social media magnet mr michael larkin my good friend michael how are you today you're lucky i like you doing that intro <laughs> still in my thunder but no i appreciate that see First and foremost, we did this thing with Rain Cruz. If you check out the Instagram, you doing her intro, now you're doing my intro. Tommy Bell, it's great to have you back on the LFC podcast. Now, obviously, folks, if you want to check out the VIP section, you can check out Tommy and I doing our thing on Sketchy and Funny. But it has been officially probably two and a half years since I've had you back on the show. But I always love talking with you, and I figured we are both huge fans, not only of LFC, but just in general, of great fighters and great action and all in all. And that's what LFC encompasses and the work that we do. So Tommy Bell, LFC 38, Angels and Little Devils, before we even get into it. First of all, folks, if you've not checked it out, catch the replay, number one and number two, go to video on demand. And number three, Tommy, how awesome was this show? This was an incredible show, Michael. I mean, I, I couldn't wait to see this. It was great to see back at the back at the arena in the ring all these familiar faces and just absolutely kicking ass and i was so stoked to see the show and uh it absolutely delivered oh agreed man back at the fsw arena for lfc 38 i mean i look at it from a stance too late as this we had returns we had debuts and we just had a whole lot of great action and the way i see it is when you look at lfc from the event standpoint we're just coming off lfc 37.5 the fhm bootleg at the fhm site that it was, that was cool too that, that was, was cool too. too absolutely and i think you had the underground feel to it which was a new nitty-gritty type of feel for lfc which was awesome on the underground side of things but then get to back into the arena there's a difference but at the same time there's more content and there's something to put out and there's something for everybody and that's the amazing variety that lfc puts out so with that being said mr tommy bell are you ready to get into this kizard yes let's do this dude all righty Opening contest was Bella, now the goddess of chaos, Madison. She has changed the name from Rebel Princess to the goddess of chaos. Against the debuting Riley Wildcard Jade, rocking that Sailor Moon. Uh, I got to say, first and foremost, folks, if you're not checked out Sailor Moon, the anime, great anime. And I got to say, Riley Jade rocked that attire, looking good. And Bella, and Bella Madison rocking the Niche Boutique. Shout out to Brandy May and Kim Buck, who are on the judges' table, alongside Trap Daddy, Trap Gambino. First and foremost, before we get into the fight, what were your thoughts on Bella Madison? We'll start with her first rocking that niche boutique thing, man. She was doing her thing thing. You know, when you, when you see something like that, too, and I always take very special detail about all the talent, you know, that is involved. Bella Madison always kills it. Everybody knows this. I mean, boom, way to go, Bella. I mean, she looked absolutely stunning. But then sitting there between, tra tra you know, trap dandies and, well, there you go, at the judges' table, uh, are the actual people who are, you know, designing all this stuff and, and making all this stuff rock and roll. And it, it's it's cool to see so much talent around us. But uh, Bella Madison's entrance is always spot on, always rocks. I mean, she's a show stealer. There's no doubt about it. You know, I mean, she's quickly becoming an LFC icon. You know, I mean, we were there to see her debut, you know, and, and look at what she's done since then. I mean, you have someone who debuted at LFC 35, like you mentioned, Booty Camp 3D, that we both were in attendance at, to where she is now, and we're going to LFC 39. But here with LFC 38, I think you also had a great matchup for Riley Wildcard Jade making her debut. Finally, it's happened to her right in front of her face, like she's CeCe Peniston. I mean, she's been on this show. She's been on Sketchy and Funny. You've done an amazing drawing of her along with her cat, Cebu. 
Now, dude, Riley Jade, I got to say, going into this, we saw some strikes. We saw some kicks. We saw Bella throwing her around and just dragging her around the ring like a giant swing type of deal. Yep. We saw the interaction of Riley just lifting her up, holding her in a head scissors. Everything that these two did from the punch and the kicks from the start of it was awesome. But something that really was apparent in this bout was the constant back and forth between Bella and black team coach Leon Hader, which <laughs> Leon takes a doggone bump. And then Bella goes over to the judges' table, and she's blaming Trap Daddy, Trap Gambino on this, smacks her over the face with some glass, then puts her in a camel clutch, make you humble like she's the sheik, and Bella Madison gets the victory on our opening contest. What were your thoughts on the interaction with Leon and some glass right to the fizzes, man? Uh, something completely unexpected, which is what I love so much about LFC. Laundry fighting championships, when you tune in and you see an event, you know you're always going to see something that's going to, that you're not expecting, you know? So always throw your scripts to the side because you don't know watching a performance, what's going to happen. And for me, I guarantee I was just jawing my lap right off the bat because I was expecting, again, don't ever do this game, but I was expecting, okay, here's two people that I've drawn in my portfolio that I know that I, that I enjoy. I couldn't wait to see this matchup. And, and I was, you know, just excited to see the matchup. But the, let's face it, the longer this fight went on, the crazier it got. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll get to Leon and Bella once we get towards the main event as well because there's a lot of this. But, again, it's the exciting action that we see, and I think these two have great chemistry, and I'd love to see a rematch. But it, it's something that was special for everybody. I know for Riley as well because this being her debut and the name Wild Card really yeah. emphasized who she was going into this encounter. But – God dang it, man. Both did a spectacular job. And speaking of spectacular job, this next match, I love this to put this out there as just emphasis here. And I know you can attest this with me. Lara, the adventurous Ceccarelli, Lauren Ceccarelli, making her return. She's undefeated against another undefeated one, Angelica, the Italian knockout Cole. And I'm going to cover some Dean Martin here and say some references here. Dean Martin, everybody loves sometimes, everybody loves somebody sometimes. Eh, eh, when it came to these two, Angelica <laughs> Cole put the hands behind the back, said, nope, I'm not shaking your hand. We're not touching gloves. Right. Friggin' Angelica Cole was like, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza, like a big pizza pie, that's amore. No, that's a cup hit punch and a kick to the face. Oh, <laughs> Let, let's be honest here with you folks. I know I'm stuttering and I'm rambling, but I love the encounter because this right here is psychology at its finest. These two from the strikes, the kick, Laura just going down in there. Lauren Ceccarelli with the shots to the leg, shots to the knee, the chicken shit heel. She got out of the ring. She almost did like a friggin' figure four Bret Hart style on the ring post there. Rammed him into the post, worked on the leg, worked on the knee. And Leon Hader was like Rocky Four throwing the damn towel. But nope, Angelica Cole threw that towel back. Having none of it. Having none, Having of, it. none of it. And then poor Laura, Laura Frazier, Lauren Ceccarelli, gets an overhand right in the corner. She cannot continue. And Angelica, the Italian knockout, Cole is 2-0. Laura Frazier doing her best Beck. I'm a loser, baby, after the bout. Oh, my Lord. Top to bottom. I, my first interaction before I get your thoughts on this, Tommy, but I felt when I saw Lauren Ceccarelli come out there, I thought yeah. to myself, who is this woman? Because we both saw her against yeah. Ronald Payne at LMC 31. Complete 180 outstanding um I, here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing so this match yes i was i was absolutely so excited for this match this match sold me on the entire event uh it could have been the only match on the entire card and everybody thought boredom fest but not for me and here's why i'm good friends with both both ladies and it was amazing that they were all of a sudden in the ring together and i was curious as soon as i i heard that because i talked to both of them quite frequently. And I was really excited to, to see them together and, and to get their take on things. And they, and they were both uh, very excited about the, the chemistry that this match was going to have. And, and they were both really excited to go in there and give it a hundred percent before the fight. So I knew they were absolutely jazzed about it. Uh, again, I, I talk with both of them all the time, uh, and, and so, and having met both of them in person just made it even better. I was like, this is just, this just an outstanding match. I don't even know how else to put it. I know I'm kind of stuttering too, but it was just one of those, this match has us both stuttering, dude. Think about it, you know, but uh, it was the chemistry, the athleticism and the theatrics that were involved in this match were 
outstanding. And and there's there's several different combinations or matchups in the other under the LFC banner where you could say that same thing. And 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 it's absolutely true. But there was something genuinely magnetic about watching this, and my eyes were popping out and hitting the screen that entire time. And and it was one that I, I actually went back and rewatched to be modest, only about seven or eight hundred times, but it was really just that good to the point where I even alluded to the fact that, you know, that, that could be a drawing someday. I don't know. I mean, but I don't know, but it, it could be because it was just that it was that much of an art form. And I was jazzed throughout the whole thing. It was just top, entertainment top to bottom. You know, they really just did. They killed it. They killed it. What I loved about it, too, is as well, like, you talk about the fact that watching it on replay got my iPod stuck on replay. You got me on replay, too, with this, because the fact of the matter is, like, you when we talk about the attires, too, as well, Angelica rocking the Italy, the flag, the paint on her face. <laughs> yep. I love that. I like Laura with the high heels. She's the Italian knockout, dude. She's I know. I know. Yeah. I love it. And, I mean, you got Laura Frazier with the friggin' the boots and everything, a different attire from her. I loved it, man. And I think what's great about it, too, is as well, both of these women with the undefeated streaks on the line, both of them really breaking out in their shell. And I'm going to say this right now. Watching Laura from LFC 35 did a great battle with Veronica Payne to where she was here at LFC 38 back in the FSW arena. I mean, you've seen Angelica as well at Women's Athletes on Fire. We've seen both these ladies. I think it's just amazing to see, like, from 2021 to 2024, both ladies have really grown as women. They've both grown as competitors. They're the world, man. They're awesome. The growth and the explosion of talent and and confidence, um, which is not easy, you know, to to get. Um, but both, like, I, I I cannot say that I've watched Angelica grow and transform. However, when when she first uh, messaged me on Instagram, she was an LFC prospect and hadn't even, you know, this was years years ago. Um, and, but I can't really say I've watched her transform. I've just watched her come over to the States and kick some ass and met her in person and just what a wonderful human being. And uh, Laura Ciccarelli, I mean, come on. We met at LFC 35 uh, and that kind of started a friendship. She's been featured a couple of times in my portfolio. And to see her come out the way she did with the, not that she didn't look confident at LFC 35, she looked confident, but it was exploded. Uh, when she came out this time and just really very comfortable in in who she is and that, that played through the entire fight and which was great to see it's just really really cool you have really accentuated personalities like lauren can turn it on whether you're seeing at a wrestling show in california on the west coast or whether you're seeing her in lfc she just has that spark about her same with angelica and i mean you have vibrant personalities you you put two people who are just so passionate and very competitive it makes for a great blend. And I think this is what that this was. And then speaking of two competitors that are both very similar and both familiar with one another, we had the Sturgis girls. We had the South Dakotians, if you will, in our next battle as MJ, the dominator domino cat woman herself. Oh my goodness. Goodness. Halle Berry, eat your heart out, sweetheart against my death proof Richards. Now my Last time we saw her was at Sturgis itself back right. in 2021, taking on Jenny Bloody Valentine and your girl Sarah the Beast Brooke. And we saw her as a ring girl early on in that show in LFC 30 and this one as well. And then MJ the Dominator Domino comes back, coming off a victory at LFC 37.5, the FHM bootleg against Jenny Wholesome. We saw her against Lauren Fogel in action in person at LFC 35. This one right here, man, I love the fact that Mai showed a more edge to her as well. She knocked the friggin' ring card out of Ali Spoon's hand. Shout out to ODS Models going into that. We saw yes. more edgier Mai Richards. We saw MJ, again, like much we talked about with Laura, coming out of the gate, just more confidence, more sexiness, more appeal. She's another one who's grown within these past three years, and she gets the win with a rear naked choke after just head scissors and battling. Mai showed more confidence as well. These two really surprised me, and especially, again, being the battle of the South Dakotians and the Sturgis vibes, if you will. I'm going to let you go on this one, man. MJ Dominator gets the win. The domino, if you will, let those dominoes fall. Oh, my goodness gracious. Fats Domino landed on your ass on Blueberry Hill. Go ahead, Domino. Two more amazing ladies who are just, like, they explode with talent, and they've got such personality when they come out. Um, I, yeah, I've met MJ in person, uh, somebody else that I've been very – 
a lot of these ladies I've been very fortunate to actually stand on common ground with, shake their hand and chat with them for a few minutes or whatever, or feature them in my drawings or whatever. I think MJ's back here somewhere. Um, but uh, it's what a show, you know, what, what a fight that was really, really good because it was, I mean, MJ is just to me, MJ has always come out with confidence from her very first debut one. Uh, and this is not to slight anything in any way. But I haven't seen a lot of improvement because it's always been at 100% with her. Bam. She comes out and she's ready to kick ass. Uh, and I've, I've made comments about this on past podcasts, maybe even my last LFC podcast going back when we were talking about that event that we were at. And she came out. I'm sure we discussed her entrance. And I'm sure I was like, you know. What a, what a show, you know, and that's, I'm huge on that. I'm huge on the entrances. Not that I, not that I'm ignoring the fights. Believe me, I'm soaking in every second of those fights, but I'm really, really huge on the entrances. So for me, it's a, it's a big thing. I, I enjoy the theatrics. I enjoy the show. Uh, the, what the hell's the word I'm trying to look for, Michael? No, you enjoyed the spectacle, the extravaganza. My apologies. The fucking word I was trying to look for. And it was like, I can't. I have no script, so I, I don't even know. But yeah, that's the word I was looking for. When they make, the more they make out of that entrance, because that's the buildup to the fight. So the more they make out of it, and, and it was great seeing my Richards back. Like it, it's, it seemed like she had vanished. Uh, and and I don't know, you know, like and, and people do. Sometimes they take off, they go do other things or whatever, and all of a sudden. Bam, there she is. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. That's so cool. And it, and it was a really great matchup physicality-wise. You know. I think to add on to your point, as you can't find the words, I got a cat Allen over here. This is what we do, folks. We're off the script. We just do what we do. And that's why I love you, Tommy Bell. But no, here's what I love about the absolute flow that you said right there and the overall factor that we get from these two ladies. I think when you look at the spectacle that this was, when you look at the overall bout that this was, my death proof Richards is coming again. She's still doing her thing. She's gone and done a lot of running. She's done some studying outside of the LOC auspices. She's grown as a person, and that smile is very engaging. Then we right. see Edgar, the Dominator Domino. She's always smiling, though. Edgar right. Such up, but she's always like, if you to every photo, LFC, my hello, God bless you. But like, <laughs> and maybe that's like, Maybe that's her unspoken secret weapon, because if she can disengage you, you know, it's like if, if you you got to put yourself in POV and you're the you're the opponent and you got your gloves on and you're in that ring and there's her, you know, it's like some of these other people like like Bella Inc. does the big, huge floor stomp, you know, and, and the whole room shakes when she does that big jump up and comes down with her heels really hard. And so everybody's kind of got the signature aggression move. Uh, Lauren the Animal Fogel used to do the animal yell, you know, all that kind of stuff where you're like, fuck. And, and that almost makes you a little bit more defensive, whereas if all of a sudden Mike comes popping in and she got that smile, you're like, hey, how are you? You know, like, is that maybe that's a disengaging weapon? I'm not sure. Now, first of all, don't apologize for cutting me off. And number two, I like how you brought that there. It's the Jedi mind tricks. It's the mind tricks. Exactly. I knew it. <laughs> it's I knew the it. Mind tricks. And I mean, I'm just going to put this out here. She channeled her inner Bianca Belair from WWE. Did you know that the braids, she hit her right here, MJ Domino. My Richards got her with her hair. She yeah. used the hair as a weapon. That's the thing is that she will slip in these little moves and stuff like that. Like, it's just, I've noticed that about her. Like, she'll slip in different fights and stuff. She'll, like, slip in these little moves that maybe she thinks nobody will notice or or da 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 or I don't know. Pretty clever. I got to say someone else who is pretty clever as we move into our next bout. We have Jenny Bloody Valentine against the debuting Sarah Wolf. Now, we have seen Sarah Wolf before on the LFC where she was a referee. We saw her at LFC 31 Booty Camp 2. We saw her at LFC 37 back to the mansion. And now she is making her debut for LFC. And what a hell of an opponent. First of all, what a great way to make your debut against the dominating Jenny bloody Valentine, a bloody debut, if you will bullet for your Valentine. God damn it. Now we're going to point this out here. Cause I know you're an entrance man. 
You're in a tire, man. You're the overall performance and spectacle, like we mentioned in today's forum, Tom and Bell. Let's yeah. start with the costumes, man. Let's start with the lingerie. Let's give a shout out to Harley Quinn, Sarah Wolf over here. Oh my goodness. That was outstanding. I mean, I mean, I know I keep using the same words over and over again, uh, but but it's absolutely true. You know, uh, here's Sarah Wolf did did a hundred percent outstanding job on making a show out of the entrance. And when you're doing something where you need costumes incorporated with lingerie, that's a very tricky thing to do because it can very quickly become not alluring, not appealing, not sexy. And 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 she pulled it off 100%. I mean, just really did a great job. I mean, for me as well, we'll go to Jenny Bloody Valentine next. First of all, Uma Thurman, eat your heart out. Poison Ivy, Jenny Bloody Valentine. Again, what I love about this bout too is the fact that we had suplexes. We had a nice little running senton by Sarah Wolf. We had just back and forth head scissors and we had back and forth body scissors. These two went out there and had a match, an extravaganza, a bonanza, if you will, that really went into this. And the fact of the matter is this, throughout the moves, throughout the psychology, throughout these badass women doing the damn thing and ripping that wig off, if you will, you know what I'm saying for Sarah Wolf, loved it, but... It comes to a draw. It comes to the decision that we're going to get a draw. Then they kiss afterwards, showcasing that one, two, three, L-O-V-E love. The fact that this was a draw just surmounts the fact that these two women put it all out there. They put the match in there well. They put the time in there well. They put the physicality in there, and it was a damn good show. Now, I'm going to ask you, the fact that this came to a decision of a draw. Woo! You know, here we go again. Uh, it's another it's another match where uh, all of a sudden it comes down to the judges table and and Jenny Bloody Valentine is involved in that. I can <laughs> I got my own story about that, but um, I mean it was you know Poison Ivy's contagious. What can I say? But isn't it interesting, Michael? I'm just gonna point this out. Okay. Somebody's wig gets ripped off at the end of this one, right? Yes. Well. When we go back to booty camp that you and I were at, the Halloween show, somebody also had a mask and wig ripped off. Oh, yes, Miss Jenny Bloody uh, Valentine. Uh, I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying is there's a little continuation of something there. I think, you know, like, is that some kind of weird retribution for being unmasked? Last night, I don't know. The continuity, Tommy Bell. The continuity. Oh my goodness! Yes, you gotta pay attention to stuff like this. Uh, and I, I'm a detail man. Nothing gets past me. Nothing ever gets past me. Jenny Buddy Valentine is a Scorpio at LSC 35. I like La Scorpia. La Scorpia. All right, we're, we're gonna. Tell I know it. I had a tone with that. I know I had a tone with that. Never mind. <laughs> we we go speak our truths here. Tommy Bella came down to you in that bout. You were the last person there. Give you the lady in the tramp vibes up in there. You were looking. <laughs> you had to make a decision, Tommy Bell. You had to make the right decision, and you did. I did, and I'll stand by that. Um, I'll stand by every decision that I made while I was at the judges' table. You know, uh, um, I uh, well, there's stories though that I've uh, that I've shared about um, my feelings about the end of that. And if anybody really wants to know, <laughs> if anybody really wants. I mean, to know. First of all, I want to say I want to make it completely clear. Sure. Uh, Jennifer Thomas is absolutely an amazing, 100% great, amazing human being. Good friend of mine. Hello, Jenny. Uh, but uh, um, that was a lot of fun. She she made the decision at that a lot of uh, fun. But um, I've, there there's another story there. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, <laughs> and if you want to find out those stories, and if you want to just listen to Tommy Bell do that, go to friggin' Sketchy and Funny, number one. And number two, go to LFC 35 Booty Camp 3D on the VIP section and watch that event because somebody had to make a decision. That's all I'll say. Somebody had to make a decision. And somebody Tommy had to make a decision, you know, and I'm thinking now with my radio voice that I've been practicing and the opening of people's shows and stuff, Yeah, maybe it's in the cards that I do some ring announcing. Oh. I mean, who even knows? But is it in the cards at somewhere at some event somewhere? I could because hey, if you're looking for the world's worst ring announcer and somebody's gonna forget all lines, even if they're written on paper, hire me. Just hit me up. I'll be your bad ring announcer. 
<laughs> Fair enough. It'll be horrible. <laughs> horrible. So moving on from that, we get the semi, the co-main event. And this one I was really looking forward to as well. The first time ever in LFC, Bella Inc. against Tomiko the Temptress Tajima. Um, interesting point of view. All right, we're going to do some continuity here because that's the word of the day to mm-hmm. Tom Bell. Um, we have details, 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 subtleties, intricacies, and nuances. Sin, how appropriate because we in Sin City, yes. So, Amico, the Temptress Tajima, both ladies made their debut at LFC back at Booty Camp back in 2019. Oh my goodness gracious, at LFC 26. And now here we are years later, and they're fighting at LFC 38 Angels and Little Devils. And I'm gonna say this right now. Tomiko looking good. Bella Inc. looking good with the friggin' balloons and everything that encompassed the Valentine's Day, if you will. And these two, again, just the overall strikes and the kicks and them going out of each other. Bella all taped Inc. up. All <laughs> taped up. Bella Inc. doesn't hold back. Tomiko doesn't hold back. And it ends with a nice little head scissors, and Tomiko gets the tap out. After, let's just put this out here. She got her right in the gut, man. Right in the gut ski. Yeah. Tap out. My goodness. I got to ask, too, because this is going to make me feel actually like the – it's going to make me seem like the world's worst LFC fan, but I got to ask, have they okay. ever been matched up before? Okay. Have those two ever been matched up before? In LFC? No. This is the first time. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. And I was thinking, what the hell took so long for this matchup to happen? Like, again, when you think about – and I, I'm – again, detail guy, so I'm always thinking about how – fair how evenly matched is it going to be and and the personalities that are involved and as soon as those two names came up again two names that uh i've been in my artistic portfolio for a while um and and so i knew that this was going to be absolutely incredible and just because they always deliver tomiko and bell inc always deliver and you put them in a ring together and say okay go at it like Come on. I will say this. First of all, Tomiko around that time had a birthday. And I'm going to put this out here. This woman, and she's mentioned it on this show, and she's mentioned it on many different LFC interviews and auspices. This woman is 57, and she looks amazing. Tommy, this woman's conditioning, this woman's everything is just absolutely fantastic with her all-around foundation, especially Bella Inc. And, I mean, Bella Inc. is always in the gym. She's always grinding in her own right. So the fact that these two finally came together is wonderful. And, I mean, the last last time we saw them both was at LFC 36 Booty Camp 4, where we saw Tomiko beat Carmen Valentina, and we saw Bella Inc. defeat Ariana Blaze in that very arm-bending type Ouch. Oh, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. So I think for me, these two are both coming off of wins, and somebody had to lose. And, well, and this one, unfortunately, it was Tomiko. Did they? Did they? Because it could have been a draw. I'm just saying. That's All right. right. Fair enough. But- <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you could have one end in a draw, why can't you have another one in a draw? So somebody didn't have to lose. I'm just I'm saying. Just, I would just like to say Tommy Bell is now taking over the role of Booker. Give him the pencil and just say, hey, man, two draws on that bitch. Two draws on that <laughs> But yes, Bella gets another. <laughs> Bella it gets another victory. Guess Booker. Yeah. Tommy Bell does not like it. Thank you, Tommy Bell. So we move on to the. I main... did not say that I didn't like Bella. Guess Booker. Guess Booker. Tommy Bell. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She won, and that's great because Bella knows she gets nothing but love from me. Tom Cohen does the same thing. So I'm just spreading the love everywhere. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You said specifically, well, somebody had to lose. And I'm like, but nobody lost up in the other. Like, well, hold on. It's, it's, it could have been a draw. All right. Well, it'll make me sound like the world's worst future judge for any event. Like, oh, shit, he's just going to draw a draw on everything. <laughs> here's here's the freaking card. Tommy, what did you think of this draw, 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 draw? But yeah. And they might say, well, how come all you did was draw all over this paper? And I'll be like, I'm an artist. I don't know. <laughs> hey. The puns. Okay, that was bad. No, that dude. Was really bad. That was a da- – okay, I'm going to say this. Not only was – I'm going to admit it. It's a funny pun. But number two, that was a, that was the world's – if you want to look at what the definition of a dad joke is. So – Fucking it, right? Fucking it. <laughs> so – we go from world's worst dad joke to the Son of a bitch. I can't believe. 
we move on to the main God event. Damn it. God damn. We move to the main event of the evening, and it's Katie Forbes' open challenge. She can choose anyone that she wants to. How the- cool is that that that's even an option? Because I was like, whoa, where the hell did this come from? You know, and I was almost going <laughs> Sean, where'd you come up with this? This is insane. Like, what, what open challenge. I just thought that was so cool. And I don't cut you off again, but let's face no. it. I opened, I literally did your intro. So it's my goddamn show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So anyway, uh, as I was saying, um, no, I mean, it, it was such a great idea. And then you just have Katie Forbes come out and do the open challenge. I'm going to turn the mic back over to you because I just had to say, what an amazing idea. Again, so many things in this event that never happened before, never been done before by the LFC. And that's what's so fucking great about it. Bleep that part out. That's what's so great about it is it's just, you know, and then they just do a little bit more and it's just outstanding. For me, I look at it like this, and when you look at from this fight, and you look at everything that went into this, like, again, the open challenge idea is awesome, and then we get Bella Madison is her opponent, and again, leads to more Leon chicanery that we're going to get to here, but let's be honest with ourselves here. This, again, was back-and-forth action, Samoan drops, and wrestling maneuvers mixed with MMA, because that's what LFC is, a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of clothing. These two have great chemistry with each other. I mean, we've seen Katie in there with Selena De La Renta both times at LFC 31 and LFC 37, respectively. And now she's back here in the mix with this one. And we've also seen Katie back at LFC 27 against the Sheila Crash Cardinal. But this is one of those things where you look at Katie coming in. She's become another one in such a short time, taking over LFC along with Ms. Yeah. Bella Madison. And, well, we had more interaction with Leon that was in there. And, well, <laughs> We're going to put it like this, folks. Turnabout is fair play as she went for that glass again. But, well, Bella Madison wound up eating the glass, and then we had a nice little, like, STF maneuver, little mm-hmm. regal stretch for those William Regal fans out there. And Bella Madison is forced to tap it, tap it, tap out. And Katie Forbes gets the win in your main event. And then there's a whole schmaz at the end with Leon. And we <laughs> think – get the schmaz. The there That we think that, oh, my God. He is going to literally slam this woman. He is going to molly this woman. He but thought about it. He, he, was, he thought about it. it was, I think there was, I think that pause was intentional. Leon, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, because I certainly don't want to read more into it than there is there. But I think the pause was absolutely intentional. I think in his head when he picked her up, he already knew, I'm going to hold her and set her down, but I need to make a statement, right, in, yeah. that, in that moment. That's the way I read it. I could be wrong, but again, as a spectator, and, and, you know, it's not like we talked about it or anything. Like, I have no insight whatsoever. But that's the way, as a spectator, I read it, especially going back to the, you know, Leon's a colorful, he's a, he's a colorful character. He's, he's got a storied past. And so I think he already had that in his head. Like, I'm not going to do this, but I need to send a message that, I don't know. No, I, that's I, the way it seemed to me. I like your psychology and I do like that standpoint, but... Man, um, it just continues. I mean, afterwards we saw Holly giving Leon a little, uh, little yep. talking to in the corner. But yeah, congratulations. That was not mic'd up. <laughs> no, it was not. You could tell there was a stern talking to. We've seen that sternness both you and I before at LOC thirty five. Scary man, it's a scary. You do not want to be on the bad side of that. Good lord. Um, <laughs> Prez has a stare, man. Like it's a yeah. cold, menacing stale. Oh, my goodness, that cold medicine <laughs> stare. Good Lord. But we did get Katie Forbes with the victor. Bella Madison took a both a win in the beginning and an L at the end. Um, I got to say, these two knocked it out the park. Another great main event, another great show from LOC 38 Angels and Little Devils. They totally knocked it out of the park. Both ladies were outstanding. I keep saying that damn word. I guess I'm at a loss for other words right now because the whole event was outstanding. But here's the thing, and, and I did this thought did run through my head. Should have been Bella Madison again. I mean, the poor lady was just in a big, huge fight, opened the show, and now she's coming back and there's two fights in one show. Almost, I didn't want to say, wow, that's not fair, but I'm, I mean, what it does is it showcases what a powerhouse Bella Madison is for like going, oh, yeah, 
here we are, same event. I'm just going to hop back in the ring and go jump around some more and kick some more ass and stuff. So in a way, I, you know, I wasn't rooting for either lady. I, I always let the play out play out, you know, but at the same time, I was like, she's got to be exhausted. And here she is jumping right back in there. Like, but they did it. She did it. She jumped in there. She did lose, but maybe she was, I mean, she already had a fight, right? Yep. She like, already had Riley J in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a lot of time to rest. I mean, I know the events are like two hours or something like that. And I know it was the first fight, but not even a day recovery. So she's already going to have bumps and bruises and blah, 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 blah. Um, not that there's not a quick recovery on these ladies. Oh, hell, I don't know. I would, it would take me five years to bounce back from something like that. <laughs> like you hit me up in 30 minutes and I'm screwed. <laughs> I will say this, um, besides the, like we mentioned, Trap Gambino being back, it was great to see Trap yeah. as well as Brandy and Kim making the, and first of all, I'm going to say this, not only Three judges table. Yes, but at the same time, Brandy Meg was an LFC prospect. She's getting to see a close eye view of that action, man. I can't wait to see when Brandy makes her debut. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that is that's going to be exciting. I always take a special interest in in the prospects to see. You know, Riley Jade was one I was very excited uh, to to see her debut because there, you know, having done the drawing, there was a lot of hype and a lot of connection between her and I before she got a chance to hop in the ring, and it was really cool to uh to see that and so and i remember going wow she got the first fight pressure's on you know <laughs> it sets the tone for the evening and i will say this about riley jade i know how excited she was and just i think she killed it and i think everybody delivered every every spot every person on this card every matchup had a great story and that's what's about at the end of the day telling a story and putting on a damn good show at the same time and i mean i'm going to say this i mean we saw at fhm bootleg tommy for lfc 37.5 katia cortez Playmate of the year, FHM, doing her thing. It was great to see her as the female ring announcer, her little attire, too. She was yeah. looking good. Oh, it's great oh, to yeah. see a lot of new faces, man. It was great to see some new faces. Like I said, this this whole entire event from start to finish just really kicked ass on every cylinder. I mean, it just really was a damn good show. Uh, and and I'm just it was it was it was great to see. It absolutely delivered. And I'm super stoked about uh, the, the next event coming up because you just know it's going to be it's going to be amazing. I will say this at the time of this recording, because this show will air next week on my YouTube channel for the LFC podcast. A lot of promotion has been going into this week because this Saturday night, Kissimmee, Florida, Secrets Hideaway, Resort and Spa. LFC 39 Goddess Among Us, and we will be doing a review of that, you and I, Mr. Tommy Bell, much like we're doing here. So we're going to be watching that event when it does air, when it does air on the LFC website. Uh, main event is Bella Madison and Sheena Bath 3-3. I yes. know, right? Three. The third time is the charm. Let's see if Bella Madison can get that win over Sheena. We have Bella Rockefeller making her debut, and I'm sorry, not re debut, her return to LFC against the debuting. There you go. Avery Ryder. <laughs> Uh, we're going to see Queen Gia Love, your girl, against Paris Love. And no the love lost. Oh, <laughs> no love lost indeed, my friend. Uh, Mila Romanoff taking off the um, position where Bianca Blanche was because, unfortunately, Bianca Blanche suffered an injury. Mila will be making her debut against your girl, who rules the world, Mia Mayhem Annabella. I know you're excited to see Mia back. Absolutely. I mean, she's a firecracker. Um, and I can, you know, I'll let it leak that uh, – I've got an artistic project with her uh, coming up sometime soon, which is really going to be kick-ass. But it's it's great to see her back in there, too. Like, that's – she's a firecracker. That's the word I got. We love us some Mia Annabella. And the other matchup that I know you have a vested interest in, Mr. Tommy Bell, much like all the LFC faithful does, the first time ever, much like we saw with Bella Inc. and Tomiko for the first time ever in LFC, Jenny Bloody Valentine against Bella Inc. Right. I mean, again – these are two legends mm -hmm. in LFC and well, and beyond LFC, obviously, but under the banner of LFC, it's absolutely legendary and they've shared the same ring. However, it's like, it's a clash of the Titans, you know, and to try and bet on, or even surmise who would be the victor in that. Like, I, I just, I can't wait to see, you know, 
And that's the judge side of me going, well, let's see how this plays out. You know, because <laughs> it's just, it's going to be exciting. There's just so many great matchups. And these two ladies, man, do they bring it. So it's like, if you have, if when you've got two people bringing 100% that are absolutely legends in their craft and they know exactly what the fuck they're doing and they hop in there and they collide like that, the only winner is the spectator. Now, I will say this. Another winner, 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 chicken dinner, if you will. Uh, Tracy Nix, who is going to be debuting against Katie Forbes. What a way to debut on her birthday, Tommy. Though, on yes, her birthday. Katie Forbes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. And I mean on her birthday, too. Happy birthday, Tracy Nix. Getting to make you yes, happy birthday. Hell to the yes. Yeah. So. Tommy Bell and I will be talking about that event when it does come up. And Tommy, I'm going to include you a lot more with these reviews and just in general, man. I love working with you. I love you, my brother. It's always a pleasure doing shows with you. But before we even close this bad boy out, this thing thing, man, you have a great drawing coming up as well with Bella Rockefeller and Holly Dunaway based off the photo taken by Richard Anbert, LFC 37, back to the mansion. The progress is amazing. We've seen it on your social media, dude. Well, and, and this actual show is airing like a week, right? Yes. So what we're going to do real quick, ladies and gentlemen, buckle in, strap your seatbelts. We're going to do a little time travel right now. I'm going to show you where I'm really at right now with this drawing because I actually have my drawing table. If you ever watch Sketchy and Funny, my drawing table that I'm working at is on the other side of this camera where I have it mounted right now. But I want you guys to see this. I'm going to back up for a second, and I don't know if you can see that or not. Yeah, we can see it. There we go. That's where I'm at right now. I've only got a few more things to do. I'm going to add a little lightning to the sky in the background and give it the old Tommy Bell signature and it's off and running, which I just, I think this is a super dynamic piece. I really wanted to do something that had a lot of bang to it for the LFC. And I think this one really delivers, or at least I hope it does, but the LFC and the fans and the ladies will let me know about that. But this was a lot of fun to do. I got to say, just looking at it, man, I think everything that goes into it, I know how much you put your heart and soul into everything that you do. We've seen it in Sketchy and Funny. We've seen it within your post and you as the artiste that you are. As I always say with this show, my dude, life is an art form and we are all applying our crafts. And everyone continue to apply your craft in amazing fashion, especially the artiste over here, that boy T-Bell. No, I'm not talking about Taco Bell. I'm talking <laughs> about Tommy Bell and Tommy Bell Art. Now, Tommy. You, my friend, are on the social media fronts. Where can we follow you on Twitter and Instagram to check out your artwork and all the thing things that you be doing? I am, and you know what? I'm going to use this 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 oh thing. I need to apologize to each and every person out there who is following me on social media somewhere. It's kind of what the hell is he apologizing for? I have found that the older I get, somebody else just had a birthday. Um, the worst I'm getting with social media. This is absolutely not a lie. I'm getting absolutely crappy with social media. So sometimes I'm going like two or three or four days or whatever. Uh, I know I'm, I'm getting some messages like in, in different inboxes and stuff. And Michael will attest to the fact that I'm absolutely the worst with technology and how the fact I'm on social media at all is just an absolute miracle in itself. But with that all being said, uh, if you message me and I haven't gotten back to you or whatever, like life for me uh, is, is so much more than just sitting down at the art table. And it's, it's very busy. I got a very busy schedule. And so I found that in my busy schedule, I've gotten really, really bad with social media as far as like I'll post stuff, but here's where it's really bad. It's like, I'll post stuff and then I hop off. So I'm not like doing the whole scrolling thing like I should be. So if I'm missing stuff or it seems like I'm a little detached at the moment, it's just that, um, I'm getting to learn really crappy at it, but I'm doing my best uh, to, to get on there and engage uh, as I can. It's just, I don't always, you know, there's days where I just don't jump on there. It's not that I don't like people all of a sudden. It's just, that's how it is. No, let's, but, let's, uh, let's be honest. That's how it is. You're big league in everybody. Let's, let's, let's put the secret out. Okay, You're big. Oh yeah. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. I'm going Wait, here we go. See this? <laughs> now, I don't want anybody to think that I bought this for myself. Because that's absolutely not what happened. But it says world's greatest artist. And now that I've received this award, it does. It says it right there. So it. now that I, and I got this on Hollywood Boulevard, like what real close to where they give out the real ones. So I'm pretty sure this was a legitimate. So now that I'm in, in fact, the world's greatest artist, I've just simply gotten to Hollywood for everybody. So please follow me and I'll be sure not to engage you in any way, shape or form. It's been a pleasure and a privilege and all that other crap. And, but I, I've got my award now, so I'm good. 
It's a pleasure to privilege and all that other crap. I like it. No, first of all, happy birthday, you rat thing. Uh, I'm going to put it back to I'm going to use your words against uh, my your words against you. Happy oh, birthday, you rat thing. You know what I'm saying? This son of a bitch over here just had a birthday. He did, which happy birthday, buddy. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. But I yes. Have day over 80. <laughs> Holy crap. I knew this show was going to digress into our normal bullshit chit chatter. I knew it was going to do that at some point. Like, we're trying to be all, well, sir. Well, you see. Fuck, is this a six o'clock news from 1982? Holy crap. Oh, man. But if you do want to follow Tommy, the links to Tommy Bell Art will be in the description on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Tommy Bell Art for the sketch. I'm Tommy Bell on Facebook. I'm Tommy Bell Art on Instagram and Twitter. I'm a raving idiot everywhere else. So you just, yeah, there you go. I'll take it from here. LFCfights.com. Check out the (laughs) LFC podcast on the VIP section. Um, We have a special sports guest on (laughs) All right, you want to do it real quickly? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> next show. All right, we'll we'll hold off the the impersonation on the next show, and you want to hear it. There's a spoiler alert. You want to hear it because it's absolutely amazing. He's done it. <laughs> it's great. We'll, we'll we'll save that for the next show. Okay, so lfcfights.com. You can check out Beauty Straight the Dominance. This podcast on the VIP section, along with Tommy Bell Art, sketchy and funny. We have finished season one. It is a wrap. Go back and watch it because it is good shiznit. And you can check it out on Tommy's YouTube channel, Tommy Bell Art, and my YouTube channel, Mike Larkin92. And you can also check out LFC Exposed on the VIP section of the website. You can check out LFC 38 Angels and Little Devils and all the LFC past and present events. And you can follow me, SM Show One or MCL92 on the Twitter front, M Larkin MB and Larkin underscore 92 on the Instagram front, Stephen Mike Show.com, LFCfights.com. We all up in there like swimwear, and Tommy <laughs> Bell and I do what we do because, well, we're sharp dressed men, and this is how we do it, goddammit. So and you can watch the end of this where that son of a bitch over here is going to put all the bloopers that I did for the beginning of the show in there. I know he's going to. So there you go. There's my thumbs up, like, yes, bloopers are coming, baby. So on that note, life is an art form. We're all applying our crafts. Continue to apply your craft in amazing fashion, people. And beauty strict to dominance, three elements that make women the work of art that they are. And ladies of the LFC and ladies in general, we include you in those sentiments. And Tommy Bell, you rat fink. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Tommy Bell, and with me today is the official host of the LFC podcast, the LFC podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cut it again. It's fine. Like I'll Let's edit this one more time. You okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) okay, right, right, right. here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Laundry Fighting Championships. I'm your, not your host, Tommy Bell, and with me today is my good buddy, no, we're not doing this. You gotta do it. I, <laughs> you put these at the end of this goddamn thing. I absolutely, am. that was awesome. Yeah, do this fucking thing. Oh boy, it's a whole other goddamn bloopers thing with this fucking. I did it like fifty times in. in I practiced this. Oh boy.